All right, so welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode 30. I don't fucking know. Fuck. Anyone going for canon here? <laughs> this may be the one that fits slightly into the temporal vortex of time. We've disappeared. We're beyond time. We're ageless now. We're Highlanders. Well, Episode Screevelblocks Alpha. Episode the one after 30, but not quite 40. If you can add 2, plus 2, divide by 2, times by 2, minus 7, you've got what episode number this is. 1112. Yes. So, and, how are you feeling today? Fair to middling. Fair to middling? That's the best you can hope for, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, that's content, isn't it? Unctuous. What? <laughs> when you feel two emotions at once. Oh! from Red Dwarf. I thought you said pungent. Mm. And that. I'm feeling a little bit. A little bit. I'm there. I'm, I'm a little bit. I've been at work all day. Mm. Did some weights this morning. Feeling a little bit. Uh. Facial expression, tongue stinging, <laughs> stinging out of my mouth. Like, uh. yeah. um, but anyway, no. Welcome welcome to Crit Apocalypse. We're a podcast that review things. Stuff and fangs. Yeah. Review the fangs. I dropped a Lego man. You dropped a fucking Lego man. Again, I've told you this. Stop it. Holy I don't know what you're going with. You're the one who's reviewing the first thing this week. I'm just going to chill. Uh, okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're Chris Apocalypse. We talk about stuff, and my review was first this week, I believe. Yeah, I just told you that. So. Oh, did you? Yeah. Shit, I'm a bit slow on the upkeep. All right, well, my first review this week is going to be something you've already reviewed. <laughs> Think back. Cast your mind back. Morrison's Shea Butter Toilet Roll. I knew you were going to say that. And I like the fact that we were both on the same queue, but no, it's not. It's, it's Deadpool. No. I no. have seen Deadpool now, and it is fantastic. As Ant said, I can clarify all of Ant's statements in the previous podcast. So there's not really much I can say beyond that, other than this isn't the dawn of R-rated superhero movies, and it doesn't need to be. Stop fucking trying to do it, DC, you dicks. Batman vs. Superman's getting an R-rated movie already had an R-rated. People, people are ignoring the fact it got rated an R in September. No, it didn't. It did. It got it's rated a PG-13. A, yeah, it got rated an R in September. They had to cut it down to a PG-13. Why did they cut it down? Because they didn't want to release it as an R in the cinema. Oh, if there were tits it's in that movie before. No, it's just a bit where um, Superman knocks out Batman by slapping his dong on his chin. <laughs> the classic batarang to the face. Like, he did the batwing. Yeah. It's just a slow motion close up of Super Dog just going. Let's talk about Batman vs. Superman very quickly because we've seen all the trailers now. I think I've seen the film. <laughs> You've seen the film. But we've seen all, all three of the trailers that they're releasing for it. Not yeah. until April when it's released. TV spots Is it April when it's released? No, March, March 25th. Yeah. yeah. No, the 18th. Is isn't it? it? So it's March it the same day the as Dead, uh, Daredevil Season 2. It's like a week after that. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so um, Batman vs Superman's coming out soon. All the trailers are released, and it still looks like garbage. Yeah. The only thing that I I had any real hope for was the um, the bat fight. You know, when he breaks into the warehouse. Yeah, it looked like something from Arkham Asylum. It did. It looked like something from Arkham yeah. Asylum. And I was a little bit excited, and then I saw the trailer in which Superman goes to punch Batman, and Batman puts his arm up and stops him, and Superman goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing?" He's got kryptonite armor, man. He has kryptonite in his armor. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. But um. All in all, I'm not excited in any way, shape, or form. I was excited to see Deadpool. It's two and a half see hours. See Deadpool, long. and now we've got round the corner. We've got Civil War. Yeah, the Russo brothers Looks are back. Awesome. Winter Soldier is quite possibly the greatest superhero film ever made. To remember X Men Apocalypse. That's that's coming out. Yeah, but that's not until August, is it? Is it? I think it's August. I think it's really late in the year compared to compared to the other two. But um, but holy fuck, does Civil War look good? And in yeah. comparison to something. 
that is clearly been rushed. I mean, they're really aiming for that Justice League film, and it's filming in April, so they're, they're giving it a month. Releasing to see. Justice League later though, they delayed the release. Have they? Uh, yeah, but they're starting filming in April. Yeah. Just, I don't think they've really. I don't think. I think that they believe that Marvel have just started releasing movies, and because they've just released movies, they're making money. Yeah, and that's not really. Marvel are like the eccentric eccentric granddad that says you one day you'll see a movie that's directed by the man who's eighteenth of May X Men Apocalypse. Oh, there you go. Fuck. Uh, one day you'll see a movie that's directed by the guy who directed the movie that I went to see when I was a kid, and you're like, oh, okay, what movie is that? Shaun of the Dead. You'll see the man direct a movie, Shaun of the Dead, him direct a superhero movie, and he almost did. He almost did. But everyone they've picked has been like that weird little niche market, like the Russo brothers, obviously the Community. Before you did, yeah, they did Community, and they also did You, Me, and Dupree. There you go. And, and it, they had no right to make a Captain America film. Yeah, but they did all right. They had absolutely no right. And yeah. then Winter Soldier comes out, and it's fucking phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, I always had faith in James Gunn. When they said James Gunn was oh, directing yeah. it, I was like, Yeah, yeah. I Guardians, know he's a good director. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is his own beast. I mean, I don't really think there's any way that you could replicate that in any other comic trying. book group. Suicide Squad. But so what I'm saying, Suicide Squad needs to be an R. It needs to stand out. Well, it's PG thirteen. That's definitely PG thirteen. It's blatantly shot as an R. I know, but it's a PG thirteen. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, Deadpool. Civil War, Civil War, whoop whoop. Yeah. I'm so up for Civil War. Yeah. Just, I'm gonna go see Batman vs Superman because I still remember the dun 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 dun. dun. You know the whole the whole build up to him flying along, and I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, this is fucking amazing. The music. That music. Yeah. That was that was Bam Steel music though. Yeah, that was the remix. Boom, I boom. like the Man of Steel film. Boom, boom. Whoa, whoa. I didn't. I didn't uh, like Man of Steel. There's a good bit in Man of Steel. Yeah. When he tries um, to learn to fly and he fucks it up for a while and just crashes into a mountain. Elias Cotius. made me laugh. Oh, yeah, Elias Cotius. Elias Cotius, it's a good day to die. Yeah. He, he felt like he came from another film. Dude fucking stands up and faces off yeah. to Fe- Feora. And I was like, there's Elias Cotius. I love that man. I, I, he's in so much stuff and I always get mixed up with the Chris guy from uh, Wet Hot Christopher Americans. Maloney. Yeah, I always get mixed up because they look very similar. Mm. But um, Elias Cotius, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it Christopher Maloney? It was, Eli- it was Elias Cotius. Are you sure? Yeah. From, from uh, Prophecy? Yeah. <laughs> well, you were meant to be reviewing Deadpool. Anyway, Deadpool, it's a fantastic movie. It's R-rated, it's got lots of swearing, it's got lots of, uh, lots of well, there's some sodomy, which is always nice in a comic book movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It feels like um, someone saw Death Wish once. Well, one of the later Death Wish films, and they were like, I kind of like this. Maybe if he wears a costume, and then they made it into a film and made him joke. Um, I feel like Ryan Reynolds stands No, it was on... Christopher Maloney. Really? You got him confused. Oh, I fucking love Christopher Maloney. Well, you that's just catch me cement... getting them confused. Yeah, that's, that's just cemented his his. Oh, excellence. there's someone called called Cooper Timberland, right? Timberline, who played young Clark Kent. Oh, really? Looks exactly like Jimmy Cranky in the photo on IMDb. Uh, who? Jimmy Cranky. Oh, yeah, the, the, the woman cranky. that yeah. went to all the weird parties, yeah. the sex parties. Well, probably. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, back to Deadpool. Uh, really good. Great sight gags, great special effects. It was made on a very minuscule budget. I think they threw more mo- more money at it. It wouldn't be as good. Yeah, they um, the part of the film, they cut out a whole ton of characters just because Fox, yeah. out of nowhere, went, oh, we're taking seven million year budget. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's it. Cannonball is now friggin' Negasonic Teenage Warhead. yeah. yeah. But um, you had Ryan Reynolds. He was in the writers' room. You can really sense his comedy, his mm. timing. He is it's in Van there. Wilder, the superhero it's movie. Van Wilder. <laughs> well, no, it's it's Van Wilder. If he wasn't a douche, if he actually didn't want to just mm. fuck everything, he wanted to fuck one woman, mm. and to do that, he had to get his face back. It's like it is a bit like Face Off, uh, but it's it is just it's so good and so funny, so stupidly funny. It just didn't didn't expect that. 
I was expecting yeah, right to be... from the very first... Yeah, thing, right, right from the, the very start, first, like, like, 20 minutes, I couldn't stop laughing and then just continued mm. on the whole thing. Yeah. And if you want an origin story, this is how to do it, I guess. It's a weird way of doing it, but they, yeah. they made the right approach of showing you Deadpool from the start, because if you built up the Deadpool, it wouldn't have the same effect of just yeah. throwing you straight into the what makes him so funny. Oh, and did you get the sense that it was Ryan Reynolds in the sewer at all times? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you know how so many superhero films... Stunts and stuff, but yeah. Even stunts, I think there were a couple that he did himself. No, probably. But you know how, like, when you watch a superhero movie in Iron Man, you don't feel like you're watching Robert Downey Jr. Well, in the suit? You he like mo-caps it on the set. I know, I know, but, but it's it just weird, isn't feel it? Because just like because they gradually had him wearing less and less of yeah. the suit. Because in the just, first one, it was mostly there, apart from the yeah. top. It's weird. But yeah, it just doesn't feel like you're watching that actor in the suit. It feels like you're watching someone in a sound booth recording those lines. Hmm. But with Ryan Reynolds, I felt like he was always present on the screen. And the fact that they had his voice muffled because of the mask. Yeah, that's something they don't do in Spider-Man. They don't do it in any other film. And, and motion captured the eye holes. And yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. It's really, really good. Really, really clever. And I really. So I still it. want to see a Batman film where he's got completely white eyes. I want to see that's an iconic thing to me. I want Michael Keaton to come back and play, play Batman. Do um friggin' The Dark Knight Returns yeah. as a film with Michael Keaton as Batman. Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, I, love I always thought if they did Keaton. a Mark Knight, Dark Knight Returns though as a film, like a prop, not an animated one, live action. Yeah. Get um old what's his face to do the voice in the animated series to play him on film. Yeah. Because he's a tall guy with a square jawline and friggin' all that. I forgot his name. I can't remember his name now. But anyway, I'm gonna give Terrible. Deadpool a rather fitting Ryan Reynolds. Kevin Conroy. Ah, him. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He does a voice for him in all Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But have him play Batman, have him play Bruce Wayne. In the, Batman. Have him play Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond. Hey, I'm Batman! That's not Batman. I'm Batman! That's what that feels like! <laughs> but um, are you Ryan Reynolds, because we are in the Ryan Renaissance. It's very much Ryan Reynolds. He is very much Ryan Reynolds. But if you watch the last film that I watched Ryan Reynolds in, which was a little bit less publicised, there was less noise about it, which was Mississippi Grind in which he plays someone who you would tentatively call a gambling addict. All right. Who lives very much alive on the road. They don't really have a lot of ties to things, and the ties they do have you feel almost casual. They introduce more aspects of a human element to it, and he seems like, you know, he's a bit pompous, and some of it's lies, some of it's true. Really, really good film. No one saw it. Ben McKenzie's in it as well. Never heard of it. Um, but <laughs> fucking hell, that was a great film. So both of them get Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Renaissance. I mean, it's... Just below what I'd say is a Matthew McConaughey-sance, mm-hmm. because he really shit the bed and just, he had a good couple of years. He's disappeared a little bit now. He's not quite there as much as he was. I mean, I'm talking about stuff like True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club and all that stuff, Awful Wall Street and shit like that. All that happened in a very small space of time for, for Matthew McConaughey. I feel like Ryan Reynolds has a bit more longevity to him. He's obviously yeah. younger. He's a hot actor. I'd fuck him. And he's willing to take the piss out of himself a little bit, he's which is to great. Have one up the bum as well. He's so willing to take the piss out of himself; it's refreshing. Yeah, because he was in stuff like he was in Ted. He obviously had that cameo in Ted, where he was the guy that was yeah. fucking the guy in the gay beat up club, as Paul Walker. No, not Mark Wahlberg called it. So, so he so was in fu- the X Files. You, you sounds like you're such a gay beat up club. You're such a gay. I stabbed a Korean in the ass. Oh. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Oh. I fucking hate Mark Wahlberg. What's it, cunt? You should. Alright, anyway, so, uh, yeah, your review. What? Fuck. How dare you? Um, I'm gonna start by reviewing the beta, the final beta, for Black Desert Online. Which is a Korean, I think it's Korean. It probably is, let's face it. Korean? Korean MMORPG. Mamorkupajba. Mamorkupajba, yeah. Wait, what is that? So, MMORPG? It's a Mamorkupajba. Yeah. Mamorkupajba. Mamorkupajba? It's, um, 
it's gained a lot of attention because it's got a really detailed character creation system on it. Oh, okay. You keep seeing it on web- the websites. like, oh, is this real? It's like, yeah, it's, it's real. It's quite clearly. I did a video of the character creation. It's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. It's nicely detailed. It's, you can adjust the, like... All the face is broken up into about thirty different different points, and you can manipulate them all individually. Well, like muscle, bone. Where it's all just like the pitch, width, depth, and all this sort of stuff. That's like Fallout Four. Then you can stretch and grind. It's like really detailed. Can it's you just make a case of clicking, and you can make whoever you want. Can you make Ted dancing? People made some tricks. Probably could make Ted dancing from chairs. Yeah, probably. If not you've got enough forehead space. It's probably good. <laughs> Forehead, um, but maximum. There's details in that you don't tend to see in creation things like when a character's got longer hair, you can grab their hair and like move it into the position you want the hair to sit so you can make it sort of curl up more or bounce out and you can add curls to the hair if it's straight things like that like it's a really nice detailed character creation but it's weird because like as far as I could tell when I was playing it you can't choose what gender your character is Persephone gender is linked to whatever class they play as so witches are really yeah like magic uses mage is just a witch hunter's just a a female character who do transgender people play as there's none they don't exist in what probably what someone tell tumblr someone tell tumblr I am outraged how dare you not represent the people you can't be a lady knight you can't be a lady you can't be a lady man you can be a berserker you can't be a man lady. No. You could if you want. You can you can role play as well. You can pretend to be one, but Facial that's not the same. Creation that's thing. not the same as respecting our people. Yeah. But it's um I put on a pair of high heels, not because I enjoy the feeling of it, it's because it's my true self. The game itself <laughs> I'll get to that. Yeah. If you've done annoying all the trans community. I'm not trying to annoy them. I genuinely I feel like they should be included in almost everything. I don't feel like it's too hard for a person to say, Oh, okay, you can wear any clothes in a game. Well It's not difficult, yeah. is it? But this is like it seems to be very fixed, but maybe they'll change that one day. But um, you're basically you get woken up, you got your little quest you go on. You got that. this weird little spirit dude following you around, telling you what Nabby. to do. And he's kind of he breaks a little bit of like RPG style rules where he's like, "Oh, humans are always looking for busy work to do." Like he's referencing how in MMOs you just kind of keep killing six of something. Um, and for the early part, it's kind of like it's telling you to kill monsters, but it's only telling you to kill like one or two. So it just gets through all that tutorial stuff fairly quickly. Um, and the combat's very fast. It's like you can play it with a control pad. Like it plays like sort of Devil May Cry almost. Just really? like smack, 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 smack. Wait, so is it a fast-paced linear combat system based on a story? It's got a storyline of its own. But is like, it linear? What the com? What is it? Non-linear or linear? It's an MMO RPG. You can go everywhere. So it's so it's non-linear. Yeah, I mean, so it's story. not like Devil May Cry, is it? Anne? There's a story. I mean, the combat. I'm saying. All oh, right. Okay. Well, we define that. Combat isn't story. <laughs> it is. No, Have you not played Max Payne? No. What? Everyone's playing Max Payne. No, I'm talking about the way the combat works. It's all very flashy, extra, you know, extravagant attack combos and all that sort of stuff. Lots of blurry lines behind your axes and all this shit and headbutts and you can grab bad guys and slam into the ground and stuff. Smash. You can play it with a keyboard quite easily. Keyboard and mouse. It's all just like... <laughs> I wish someone could see the hand gesture you're yeah. doing. It's like Quarto. You've got one hand leaning against something. Yeah. Like... But it's all like um, the way the keyboard controls work. You have like left and right mouse button activate different moves but then there's stuff like whatever direction you're holding while you're pressing the buttons will activate different combos so you can just like tie them together by changing what direction you're holding but it's very sort of by the numbers um, like it's decent and it looks really nice like a really nice looking but is it game but it's just kind of there's so much shit going on in that game man it's like you level up you gain cute there's, there's this community point system there's an uh, uh, like this system for how you can have certain conversations with enemies. You have to rack up a certain amount of these points so you can use them and they expire and gradually recharge. Yeah. 
Um, so you can't have certain, you can't have special conversations too often or something. But um, there's so many systems in the game; it gets a bit overwhelming. Oh, there's some systems upon systems upon Probably, systems. Yeah, pretty much. There's all sorts. But I hate it. MMOs usually do have a lot of grand stuff, but this is like too much. You go to Wii again. You literally I went. I just fucking don't know what's going on with my bladder. You went I 15 minutes just ago. Give me two seconds. Two seconds. It's literally like it's just on the cusp. It's on the knob. Are you dumb? I am, I am, I am. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. Maybe you shouldn't drink Relentless and Red Bull one after the other. Alright, well, it's not just that. And a can of Pepsi. And the whiskey. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, I need to wee quite a bit. Mm. It's like I'm an old man. You are. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. Black Desert Online, the beta, seems quite nice. I reckon it'll find an audience. It's a Who bit complicated audience, to begin with. Who, if someone was saying to you, I'm playing Final what? Fantasy... Who cares about that? They'll find an audience. Who's an audience? I don't know, anime weeaboos or something? She sounds hot. You know, people who are like, Asian games are better because they are, and they haven't quite grown up to the fact that generally Asian games kind of suck these days. But whatever. Black Desert Online beta seems alright. It's out some point in the future. You have to buy it. In the future? Yeah. In a distant I don't land. think it's a free-to-play game. When do you think we'll have cars powered by water? They would exist. Really? Yeah. What are they called? Boats? Yeah. Ha <laughs> I had you. I knew. Yeah. I knew the answer. But no, they do. You can sea power boats. a car with sea, water. Sea cars. You can power a car with urine. Sea cars run. You can power a car, with, a car with almost anything cleaner than petrol. You can power a car with lettuce. You what? could You could chuck rotten veg into a car. It's not combustible. If it's got the right sort of engine set up. You could power it. So wait, what you're saying is, right, just give me, just just anything that can generate energy and what? decompose and burn. What you could power a car with? What? Yeah. Even and this is this is babies. <laughs> if you could fit them in the thing, <laughs> I can make them fit. I yeah. can't. <laughs> or make them run on the little crawl on the wheel thing. Enough. Put one in each wheel. Okay, wait, no, because because babies is a bit dark. We What's your next review? <laughs> what I was going to say is can I get rid of bodies using a car like you know Mr. Fusion if you can burn it yeah. Mr. Fusion ran on organic material right like that was what it ran on hmm. so if we had to put arms and legs and shit yeah fine how many Marty McFly's do you think didn't make the <laughs> didn't make the grade <laughs> how many like, oh shit I fucked, <laughs> I fucked my mum I fucked my mum and now I'm a monster hmm. <laughs> turned into a Cronenberg man after the 17th <laughs> <laughs> David Cronenberg's Back to the Future. Marty, you're slower than your mom. What's yeah. happening, Doc? You review something. You're a time demon. Review something. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get the mental image of a twisted. <laughs> oh wait, no. Now I just thought of Marty McFly in real life, and it's sad because he has Alzheimer's. That's why I said he's a bit wobbly now. The one we got. <laughs> right. he's, he's stuck between times. He fucked his own mom. It's a documentary. Oh. <laughs> oh no. We are gonna be hated. No one's going to hear this, so it's okay. <laughs> you say that, but we've talked about transgender people and how Mike McFly is Parkinson's. We're fucked. In the grand scheme of the internet, we are going to be picked off. No, fine. All right. My Someone next, listen. <laughs> my next review is a game I played for quite a while. It's called Darkest Dungeons. I am not very good at it, but I love Didn't it. Did you review that last time? No. <clears throat> I don't know. Carry on. <laughs> Anyway, Darkest Dungeons is a fantastic game. It's a squad-based game in which you pick four heroes to go on an adventure with. There is a light meter. It's all 2D, so you're side-scrolling. 
Um, and you have to have RPG fights with people. It's turn-based. It's fantastic. It's really fun. It's on Mac and PC. And I played it for God knows how long, but it was fun, exciting. I went on an adventure. I saw some things, some mm-hmm. stuff and some fangs. I fought a mushroom person. fought a dead dog. fought some little mushroom dogs. And I fought a skelly wig. Mm. And I fought gelatinous man-beasts. Fair enough. And I fought tentacles cultists did you guys go crazy yeah all of them yeah, I'm not very good at keeping them sane don't worry about that no no you just throw them away and you get new guys yeah they don't level up doesn't matter <laughs> I, need, I need leveled up people throw them away I think I've got level 2 of madness on one person because I don't I don't let them rest yeah but you're meant to basically treat them like you're some sort of corporate boss who's just using but his subjects the, the game's a commentary but on I friggin- love them Chucking people through the grinder. But I love them. You turn the light off whenever you go in there. I want to. I, I, sometimes I just I want to talk to them all. So it's going to be fine. We're going to a horrible place, but we're together. Mm. And there's light at the end of every tunnel. There's sanctuary in every church. Just kill them and get a new one. New I don't want free. new ones. New people are free. No. So yeah. No. Anyway, no, I really enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend it. I give it my fullest possible recommendation, which is, of course, the coveted Tomac. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Did I say that seductively enough? Should I say Tomacins? Hmm. The blessed, the absolutely ravishing Tomacins. It's almost a whisper. Yeah. Just a gentle, bassy whisper. Trying to turn into ASMR or something. <laughs> I'm touching the sheet. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> no, I, I loved it. I fucking loved the game. I highly recommend it. It's like six quid. Just fucking buy it. If you don't no. buy it, you're a dick. It's not six quid. It's about fifteen, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's all like that. Probably six quid in the sales, but you know, ah. we've got to wait for them. We got to wait until Steam tell us we can Steam buy them in the sale. Steam sales. Ugh. So you done? Uh. Now I am. Okay. Oh, I'm going to stop singing that song because it's fucking stuck in my head. We shouldn't have listened to it before the podcast. Why did you let me listen to it? I said not to. You told me. I didn't know what the song is. Hold me. Hold me closer. Tony Danza. Captain. Oh. Song about Tony Danza. Sweet. Yep. Ah. Fucking hell, Anne. You murdered the mic. (laughs) I murdered the mic. Right. Did you see that? Did you fucking see that? That was incredible. Oh, why isn't this a video podcast? Moments like that are what I look for. My phone was it had the speaker the other way pointing towards you, and obviously you're adjacent to me. And so I slid my hand underneath it and flipped it, and it went over and landed in my hand with the with the fucking with the mouthpiece facing me. I could have I could have answered a call if someone was calling me right then. It'd be awesome, but no one called me. Oh my god, I'm so lonely. <laughs> Fuck! I'm just gonna look at my message real quick. Just, just real quick. Just real. Oh. So I got a game the other day called Super Galactic Squadron EX. It's a new version of a game that's been on out for about a year, which was called Super Galactic Squadron. Um, and basically, it's a top-down bullet hell shooter with all sorts of difficulty curve ways of helping people who are new to the genre wait learn how to play the game. No, you say stop. bullet hell. Do you mean a place where bad bullets go? No. And what constitutes a bad bullet? <laughs> bullets don't go to hell. There's no but heaven to hell. You said bullets. bullet hell. Bullet hell means there's a lot of bullets. Where's bullet heaven? <laughs> Is it inside someone? 
Sure. Why, why not? But the game's got difficulty <laughs> you seem, levels. You seem angry to anyone got, who can't see you right now. It's got casual, and then something else, and then something else. Easy, casual, medium, hard. Relationship, marriage, The last one's child. And each of those difficulties, hell, you can tweak further by deciding whether or not your health's going to be able to regenerate or not. Which is a thing that the game has. Most bullet hell games, one hit you dead. Tell this me one more. has a health system. Tell me more. Like, did he have a car? No. But the game is really nicely made. Really well designed, fast paced. The like controls are slick as fuck. Like, super good to play. It's like that Space Moth game, Moth game I played a few weeks ago that I thought I really liked. But um, wait, did you say slick as fuck? Slick as fuck. Yeah. Like a seal's penis. Yes. And it's. <laughs> I'd say it easily has the sort of quality of stuff like um, Radiant Silver Gun and stuff R-type. like that. R-Type's a different sort of shooter. It's not a bullet hell shooter. 1947. Mm, no, it's not either. Fi- the bullet hell shooter would be something like uh, friggin' Death Smiles or friggin' Dodo Pon- Dodo Don Patchy. I'm sorry, excuse me? Mm. But anyway. We're on Project U-Tree now because you said that word. No. It's a really nicely made game, although I did manage to break the game. Okay. Um... If you play through to stage three on medium difficulty and then go to the hardest difficulty, no enemies appear. If you break the game, you break through. So the game just like keeps playing with no enemies and you can't finish the level, which is odd. Um, but yeah, it, it's really nicely designed, nicely made, awesome music. It's got a little storyline running through it with like What's nice pixel art. Something about space and aliens and wars and shit. Space alien wars? He pays attention, you're shooting shit. Um, are, you shooting, are you shooting space There's like radiance? a whole bunch of different vehicles you can fly around as. Each one's got Tank? its own way of firing. Tank? What? No, they're planes, they're jets. Space oh. jets. Space jets? Yes. So, so they've all got fighters. their own way of firing, and each one's got like, say, like it'll fire homing missiles. One of them's got um, short range, and he's got this sword that swings around the ship, so you can get close to enemies and just fuck them up with your sword. Um, but yeah, it's just excellent. Well worth playing. Lots of replayability. It's only a few quid. I think it's like four quid on Steam. That's not a few. That's many. It's four. Four quid is not many quid. But yeah, good game. Super Galaxy Squadron EX. What would you rate it? I don't rate things. Now, your review. My review, my next review is going to be Ant Smile. <laughs> Dying Light, the following... I believe it's called the expansion to Dying Light, which was released in 2014, 2015, last year, the year before. I don't know. I bought- I know Pew- I was looking forward to it, and then they let PewDiePie play it on E3 or something, and I went, nah. I just ignore that guy now. Mm. It's super easy. What you do is you don't click on any of the links that have. I never do. Have some stupid screaming twat in them. Uh, but anyway, uh, I played Dying Light the following. It's great. It's an add on to the game, it's a natural progression in the story, in the game itself. There's cultists, you're in a field, you go fight some stuff. It's pretty much the same mechanics, but they have vehicles. The vehicles can be upgraded. You can be upgraded. You can be better, stronger, faster. You can be the $5 billion tin can man. Stronger, you don't have better, money. faster, harder. Okay, I'm sorry. Look, you keep getting disappointed in me, and I don't know how to act to people vocally for that to be portrayed in a positive way. Because this is this this is the way that we operate. I just hit the stand with my finger. Yeah. See that you peek the, the audio there it jumped up when you hit it. Oh shit! That really does it. Yeah. Oh. If you do this, it really fucks it up. Anyway. <laughs> journey with us you were talking about some fucking zombie game I was talking about Dying Light the following it's great it's fine it's fantastic if you bought Dying Light the Be the Zombie edition which was the edition with the little bits of added content Mm. that actually gave you all this shit for free anyway didn't have um, cars in it and stuff I got a season pass yeah I just said you can upgrade your car you get a car now you can upgrade Mm. your car you can go like oh I'm going to get some pistons you're going to get pissed on 
They can't hear the tumbleweed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, it's great. It's really good. It's really fun. It's a fun game. Uh, it's tied me over until Dead Island 2, which is... Probably never going to happen. Or never going to happen. Um... <laughs> But I really fucking I really liked I liked it in the first place. Zero interest in Dead Island Two, and they took Jaeger off it. You know what we need to talk about right now? Don't know. So I'll, I'm going to give Dying Light the the following. I'm going to give it a Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. Ooh. Following on from Kramer versus Kramer, it's not really a strong strong uh, film. Tootsie was a best stop picture winner. But Tootsie was still it was a pretty good film. It's just. It hit the expectations I had and exceeded them a little bit, but it could have been better. I feel like there could be more buildings. It could feel a bit more fleshed you out in the environment. Tootsie. Why are you dissing Tootsie? But um, what we're going to do right now is Pacific Room 2. Whatever. It's not happened. Yeah. What? No, it's happening, though. Yeah, just who cares? It's happening, but without glamour. Yeah, we're still producing it. Well, he's producing it, but yeah. he's not going to be directing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Just get a hack in. It'll be fine. Hack? Yeah, just get a hack in. Gee, Hackman! Is Stephen Hackman Denight D'Souza? Yeah, it's Stephen D'Souza. Is it? Is is he the one who's directing it? The guy who directed season whatever of something. I don't know. Who cares? Um, I really like Pacific Rim One. It's being released in 4K soon, and I'm kind of hopeful about Pacific Rim Two, but I obviously haven't seen it yet because I'm not a fucking time traveller. Why aren't you? Yeah, it's a fair question. I don't know. Einstein theorised that time travel can't exist because, you know, what does Einstein know? It's fucking dead. A lot more than us. Yeah, he may be dead, but man, that guy masturbated. Hmm. Boy, bang around in one row, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's kind of sexy. Hmm. I mean, not Marilyn Monroe. I mean, Einstein banging someone. Hmm. Can you imagine being underneath him? And you just being like, Oh, gravity it's allows me to thrust within you. The gravitational field is what gives me the power to enter your anus. The faster you go, the heavier it gets, man. Faster, harder, smoother. <laughs> mass increases. Well, anyway, your review. My review. Shit, am I supposed to have four things, aren't I? Fucking cunty bollocks. Um, honestly, don't know what else I've done this past week because um, I don't know. Let me just check. <laughs> I'm making all this dead air here now. All right, sorry. Uh, well. Oh yeah, hero like. So I played an early access game called Hero Like, which is a sort of Diablo esque style game mixed with roguelike elements. Yeah. Like you basically you have like a, a map screen and you have to work your way from one side to the other, and there's all these different encounters, and there'll be either hostile encounters where you just fight all the enemies, defense ones where you have to stop a crystal being destroyed, or there'll be what they call friendly encounters, but it's kind of like um you're having a conversation, you have to pick different answers and you get rewards based on that. And you have like a hometown area which you can use resources you've collected to build up things. So you can build an armor shop, build a weapon shop and stuff. So whenever you go back, you've got, you can buy stuff to boost up your abilities. Wait, um, but you've bought the shop and you have to still buy shit. Well, you build it in the town. You build the town up with your rewards and then you can buy stuff. But why would you run something and then ex- You're not running it. You've just provided the resources as a hero to help them build this town. I feel like I'm getting gypped mm. in this. I'm not going to be the hero. But you can build stuff like a... Um, Can I be the villain? A big old statue that will bring you back to life once. And once it's done, you have to try and get the resources to build it again. But the idea is you go out, you do your encounter, you kill the bad guys that you can. If you survive, well done. You get to go to the next stage. And it's like that, you know, like Organ Trail or something where you move along all the stages. Sounds more like Rogue Legacy. It's got all these rogue elements. They're all rogue. They've got similar things. 
Um, Wave your arms yeah, in the air like an early does. access game. It's literally only come out like a week ago and um, really well done. How have you it played is. it, you fucking? Because I got special access to it. Because you're bitch. a fucking spy. Hmm. You're a spy for IGN. Mm, IGN, please. Ignorant. No. Can't who, spell who, ignorant who, without IGN. Who would you be a spy for if you're a spy for a website? What, for a website? Yeah. I don't know. Kotaku. Red Tube. Kotaku. Let's go spy on that Red Tube. That Red Tube. I'm going to go spy on all these sets. Are you peeing again? I'm pouring another drink. Why is your pee fizzy? Because I hate some soluble aspirin. Oh. <laughs> you weren't expecting me to have an answer to that, way. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. like for this early access stage, it's got like they say six, seven months of development left on it for the early access period, yeah. which never really works out because like uh, how long is Prison Architect in early access for? I think Road Redemption still in early access. That's really? been in there for about ten years or something. I don't know. But um, wait, wait, one percent the Road Redemption. Road Redemption. No, that's right. Right to Hell Retribution. Oh, which probably should still be in early access. Um, Those sex scenes. Like. But yeah, it, it feels mm. like a game that. If it had a few more mechanics on it, this hero like, um, you know, just like the defense one is literally you just fighting waves of enemies. I think if you could build towers or something to help with the defense, they can make it a bit more dynamic. Um, a multiplayer mode would be pretty cool, I reckon. On this, I reckon it could work quite well. Um, but yeah, it's it's really nicely made so far. Just it needs polishing up. It needs a few more mechanics. The levels could do with um, having some sort of actual level design to them. The random generation seems to be a square. Um, a theme like ice, desert, jungle, or whatever, and then like it just plonks trees and rocks down. But I think it could do with actually creating multi-tiered levels would be quite interesting. Like car parks, because right now the way it works, you jump in and if you're in range of an enemy, they just charge towards you. And some enemies like they can be massive, but you'll kill them in like one hit. Oh really? Like so um, you kind Sega's of, Viking. Yeah, you kind of if you see a big massive enemy and it's firing three fireballs at you at once, you want that to be a bit of a challenge. Yeah. But this one, I, I ran away from one. I went and saw like one smacked button? it. It died. Um, you have defensive. It depends on your character class. Right now, there's only two classes in there. All oh, right. So because I was thinking, if you block and someone's throwing fireballs out, you can deflect them at the enemy. Don't know. Maybe they'll put that in later. Uh, how many reviews have I done? I don't know. Three so far. Really? One more left. Yeah. Because oh, you literally did all your reviews like one minute each. Fucking. Anyway, hero likes good, and it's in early access now. I think it's about six pounds something. Um. Nicely designed little game for what it is so far. I think what, it's got promise, actual promise. What What improvements would you add to the game? I just said a minute ago, I was saying. I know, but I mean, like, if you were to right now say. I literally the... said adding tower defence mechanics and <laughs> better level. This can't be our shortest podcast. It might well be. You're going to have to review. You're going to have to cut stuff out as well. You're going to review. Oh my god. Review something. Alright, my last review is going to be season two of both iZombie, The Flash, and also the first five episodes of You can't Legends. talk about The Flash because I haven't seen The Flash. Legends of Tomorrow. Not Legends of Tomorrow. I haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow. Stop so the Flash spoil season stuff. two is great. It's, uh, yeah, well done. it's fantastic. It's, it's one of those series in which... You only get to review they, one thing. They've continued with the campy themes and they've kept it on the... It's not finished yet. ...the due course for what we've previously seen in season one. There are heavier themes, there's more stuff going on. I'm not going to spoil it because Ant's obviously here, but I'll tell you if you email me in a sexy voice. I'll be like, hello, <laughs> hello, lovely. <laughs> but no, it's great. It's fantastic. It continues the thread that you expected them to avoid after season one because season one started out so campy, so fresh, so happy compared to Arrow, which was the jumping off point, obviously, for all you fans out there. 
But season two continues with that. There's a thread of it, but there's also darker elements coming in. It's not dark enough for it to ever come, come close to the shit that you get in Arrow. There's no, like, matricide or anything weird like that. No. But... Barry rapes a child, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but no, um, it's it's really good. But then you go on to something like I, Zombie, which is shown on the same evening for me, because I... I don't want my TV. I Zombie season two is happening as well. At the same time, there is a familiarity to that with season one, but it goes in a different direction. That got a second series. It did. It did. Um, Whereas season one, you felt like there was an overarching plot about the whole relationship goals and things like that. And obviously, characters evolve in TV programs, but they've evolved against what you expected them to do. So they instead of turned into a Blastoise, they turned into a Charman, Charmeleon. Yeah, whatever. Nerd speak. Venusaur. Did you just press B to stop him evolving? Venusaur. I press B and down to catch things better. No, it doesn't work. It's a cheat. It doesn't actually work. <laughs> it does. It's a lie. Um, so anyway, no, um, uh, iZombie Series 2, in contrast to uh, The Flash Season 1, has um, sort of gone the opposite direction. So whereas Season 1, there was a plot, there was a theme, there was there were goals. Season 2, those goals continue, but they feel jaded. There's a little bit, little bit of, uh, not darkness, but confusion slipping in over what, the characters' motivations are what they're looking to do, what they're looking to have, what they're looking. So it's to do. not as good as Gotham Mawson, right? Gotham is shit. Best show on TV. We are not having this argument again. But I Zombie still has those elements. The characters are still the characters; they just don't act the way you expect them to. People like Major are still great. Ravi is still great. I can't wait to see him become a wear terrier because I really want that to happen. Um, even Blaine, Blaine, who was the villain of season one, what like yeah. a Staffordshire bull terrier? Yeah, yeah. Um, even though a tiny little. I'm talking about the comics here, so shut up. Um, but like that show Woof that used to be on for kids Blaine who was the villain in season one is now uh, sort of almost an ally he's still doing no, no like bad things he's still killing people he's still the person who killed a love interest in the first season but he is so charismatic he's not going to stop being that and he is someone who um, who I've known prior to this from films like The Personally. Revenant not, not personally I wish I did he's a cool guy uh, but The Revenant was a film that he did a long time ago about similar themes as zombies but this time he was in Afghanistan. The one Leonardo DiCaprio was in. No, he this from two thousand six, seven, eight. Well, nine. the zombies fight crime or something. Yeah, yeah. One of my exes told me about it, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds yeah. stupid because you're a girlfriend, you're an ex-girlfriend, you don't know what you're talking about horror films." And that boy, and it was great. And I fucking, I just hated her, hated her, bitch. Um, she's not a bitch. I feel bad for saying that. But anyway, The Revenant, great film. Uh, <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> no, um, I Zombie, not as good as The Flash. I give The Flash. A strong, strongish Matthew McConaughey sense. It's not reaching a Tom Atkins for me. It's not where it needs to be yet. The handling of a certain villain's reveal and who they are. Uh, wasn't King great. Shark is actually Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Also. Yeah, he's actually a diehard I met Kevin Christian. Sorbo. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Sure yeah. he did. Did he anoint you into the Church of the no, Holy Ghost? No, he seems alright. You look very skinny. Yeah. Um, and uh, I Zombie. It's just. Not just not great this season. I mean, I still give it... It's it's a very average Steve Buscemi and Adam Sandler films. You see slight hints of that greatness you once knew? You once knew. You Chuck sort Steve of, Buscemi and Adam Sandler. You, sort of, you still get that sense that there's something great there, just hidden below the surface, but it's marred in all that shit and stuff that's just... you talking about? Steve up. Buscemi was in Escape from L.A. Playing the Ernest Borden role. He was brilliant. He was not. That film's a work of art. It isn't. Hey, you know who else was in that? Kurt Russell. Yep. Was it Kurt Russell? Uh, you know who's been announced as Gu- in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 as Peter Quill's father? Uh, Ernest Borgnine. 
What? Ernest Borgnine. No. Oh. What? Wait, let's clear this up right now. I asked you Kurt Russell in... You mentioned Ernest Borgnine, so I thought you were making... No, no, he's dead. Is he dead? He was in Red. When did he die? Red Dead Redemption. Ernest Borgnine story. When did he die? God, years ago. Oh, he was are you telling me now? Right? Strange wilderness now. Oh. On to a quick, quick sidebar here. Have you seen Movie 43? No, I'm not going to watch that. Fuck that. Okay, no. Movie 43 is meant to be the worst no. film of 2014 or 15? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so Mo- Movie 43 has one segment that I laughed at. Oh. <laughs> I know, it's so fucking stupid that I laughed at. But uh, there's a scene, I'm going to set the stage for you. So... Just, yeah, close your eyes. Cast yourself back to a simpler time That's before you do this exist. You're rolling my eyes. It's not you rolling your eyes. You close your eyes. Just close them. Just close them. No. It's not a dick. It's not a dick. Just close your eyes. It's not a dick. I don't want to be put in the mindset just, of movie no, 43. I'm rubbing it against your cheek, but it's not a penis. It's a seal. Ah. Um, anyway, so movie 43 has one segment that made me laugh a lot. And it's about Liv Schreiber and Naomi Watts have a son who they've decided to homeschool. And he's reached the age that he would be going to high school, but obviously he's at home. So, to give him the homeschool experience, but also acclimatise him to interacting with so- socially with other human beings, they bully him and teach- treat him like he's like he's in high school. <laughs> and, and it's just fucking hilarious. It's stuff like they kick the door open and say, hey, this guy's got a weird dick, and like fucking just pick on him. It doesn't sound funny when I'm saying it like this! But there is the most awkward scene, which is fantastic. It's Naomi Watts sitting on the bed with her son, and she's got her hair in like a weird 80s sideways ponytail, and she's trying to give him his first kiss. <laughs> it's the most horribly awkward scene I've ever seen. And it's really well acted for such a shit movie. It's so bad that it's in there. Because it could be it could be a really funny short on Funny or Die or something like that. But it's just not. It's in this crap. It's the little hunk of corn that you could possibly pink out, pick out and still eat in a pile of shit. If you're really hungry. If you're really hungry and you're looking at shit. <laughs> You see a fly on the shit, you're like, there's protein in that fly. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so crushingly alone. Why did you watch that film? I don't know, because I have nothing. My life is... Va- I'm like a beach ball. I'm empty on the inside. I stole no. a thing from Mighty Boosh. Fuck! Sequence. Scissors covered in glitter. Oh. I need to wee again. Imagine going to cry online. Just okay. tell them all. Just tell the world. We'll shut the door on this. Shut time. So you done reviewing all that bollocks? Yeah, I'm done reviewing. Where all you that just stuff. like named things? Give them arbitrary reviews yeah. based on my opinions of them. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to review the only one that matters this week is Gen. God. Um, Dis- no. Disgaea came out on PC this week. Which Disgaea is a 13 year old RPG that was on the PlayStation 2. It was ported to PSP, which is <laughs> this PC version is based on. Um, there was also a DS version which had some extra characters and a versus mode and stuff in it, which is quite cool. Um, but the PC version is a little bit wonky. Um, somehow they've taken a PlayStation 2 game from 13 years ago and failed to port it properly to a PC, which is kind of par for the course these days as far as I can tell for Japanese games on PC, because uh, so I'm in Tales of Symphonia when it was locked to 720p. Why do they do that? But the game itself is fine. If you've played Disgaea, it's uh, over-the-top strategy RPG 
doesn't take itself seriously. The game's main idea is to level up your characters to ridiculous levels of power, shoot them all the way back to level one so they inherit their levels that they've gained already. Mm-hmm. They inherit like their power, so they start off as a really powerful level one and then build them up again and just keep doing that. Just power leveling and killing all sorts and going... Every item you have has an item world within it, and when you go through the item world, the weapon gets more powerful. Not just weapons, items, everything. You remember Advanced Wars? Yeah, I played a lot of that. Is this better or worse? It's a very different game. But you say it's a tactical RPG. Advanced Wars is an RPG, and it's a war strategy game, Advanced Wars. This is a strategy RPG. Potato tomatoes. But it's, it's things like... If you've got a health increasing item, yeah. which is like chewing gum in this and stuff like that, and food. Chewing gum doesn't increase your health? It's all food, but it goes from this like the smallest silly. the smallest possible food is like chewing gum, the biggest thing is like a roast dinner. That's not true, the smallest possible food is nerds. Probably, <laughs> <It's not> nerds. <laughs> but you can level them up by going through the item worlds and they get stronger and stronger, and then when you, if you level it to like 100 or whatever, depending on how legendary the item is, the more high its rarity, the more levels it has. You the can, biggest food is watermelon. But you can like... <laughs> turkey. No, whale. <laughs> no, can't eat a whale. Yes, you can. Thank God! The Japanese love eating There's whale. There's so much fat to them. Yeah, but the Japanese are mad. Hmm. But, um, Dragon yeah. legs. It's it's a very in-depth game that can be daunting if you read it. But when you play the game, it really does take its time taking you through the things. It's about halfway through the game before it's introduced you to all the mechanics. But it doesn't matter because the game's silly and dumb. Um, but the PC port is quite the mess. Um... If you switch V-Sync on, the game not only drops to 30 frames per second, the speed the game moves at um, halves. So that's a bit of a problem, because it seems to be that the V-Sync is is linked to the refresh rate and not the actual frames of image that are being transmitted to the screen. So, like, you know how, like, when you go from 30 to 60 frames per second, the amount of time it would take a character to walk across the room will be the same. Yeah. There'll just be more or less frames of animation. Yes. In this... When you switch it, V-Sync on, it drops the frame rate to 30. It'll take twice as long for the character to walk that distance. Oh. Yeah. It's just so, slowed it all down. So when it says 30 frames per second, it's not the amount of frames shown, but the same actions taken. It's yeah. actually double the frames, you know, half the frames shown, and then twice the twice. It the just takes... Everything slows down. That's ridiculous. Um, That's if you bloody switch it ridiculous. Off, if you switch it off, you get screen tearing everywhere. Oh. It will say the frame rate stuck at sixty, which should, in theory, on a on a regular TV, not make screen tearing, but it tears everywhere. Um, naturally, they're saying these are just a few people getting it, but everyone's getting it. Um, if you go into a battle and switch VSync on, it then works fine mm-hmm. until you either go to this secret room, which you need to go to if you want to get a certain item and stuff in the What's game. What's a certain item? It's a thing called Testament. It gives you like high stats on everything. Um, okay, so it's wait. like a secret item that's hidden away in the game. But you oh, go in okay. this room, and if you get a cutscene that never goes to a three D area, because sometimes cutscenes happen, and it will go into the battle straight away. If you get a cutscene that doesn't go to that, then the V sync breaks. The V sync stays fine, but it breaks again. So it seems to be whenever it loads something that's entirely two D, the V sync breaks. Um, SSAO on there to give some shadow effects doesn't work um, you switch it on and it just puts blotches all over the place and you get like I had like a diagonal line coming from the top corner of the screen across um, so you actually had the screen just crack just it's just like this diagonal line of fuzziness coming from the top corner that's so strange um, I if had you... the same thing when I was trying to run a, um, a 56 gigabyte 4k file through an video shield TV mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently they can't do it still more yeah <laughs> um there's a depth of field option on your top, you know, your isometric thing for some reason. Depth of field doesn't work like that. Depth of field, 
depth of field is when you're using a camera lens and you focus on something. If you switch depth of field on, it blurs the top like tenth of the screen. Do you want to know? That's all it does. Before showing depth of field in a film, the way that uh, Hitchcock did it. So you know, in films like Psycho, you poke your audience in the eye. No, you know, like in films like Psycho, where the camera draws back, but the mm. the perspective of the main character stays oh, that's in focus. Depth field. That's that's a friggin' track dolly shot. You track backwards and zoom in at the same time. Yeah, but that that increases depth of field. Yeah, but it will because you're you're exactly. But that's what I'm saying. It's a focus it's... pull on a track. Exactly, it increases the depth of field for the shot. I'll try to explain this. It's an isometric game. Imagine if FIFA football, mm-hmm. like the old ones. Imagine if like the top tenth of the screen was just like blurred for some reason. That's its version of depth of field. Um, and it's not even like I'm looking at it, and it doesn't actually even look like they are doing a depth of field because you know how depth of field works. It like it blurs the pixels and spreads them out a little bit. Creates a, a blurrier look. You're a depth of field, right? This literally looks like they Compliment. smeared some Vaseline on some glass, <laughs> took a photo, and then imposed that over the top of the screen. Um, we were talking about Simpsons earlier. Yeah. There's another effect, <laughs> right? Yep. Which basically does the same thing. It just blurs the shit out of it. I just, I just want to quickly go back to Simpsons because we were talking about this off podcast. Um, do you remember the episode where Homer won an erotic shoot for his? For uh, Marge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he had, he took, <laughs> he's getting ready and the pillows are everywhere and everything's decked out. And he's getting ready and he's in a pose and she goes, we need more Vaseline. She just gets a trowel <laughs> and scoops Vaseline. For some reason, I'm imagining that's what you see. That's how they do it. Yes. Just this thick gelatinous cream. If you watch screen. my video, I went through the things. I watched some of it. I didn't, I didn't get Here's a really weird thing with the video. If you start recording shadow play on your desktop, yeah. go into the game, because the game won't run shadow play when it's open. You have to open it outside of the game. Yeah. Um, the V-Sync works. Just yeah. suddenly, 60 frames per second, everywhere you go, it's fine. Really weird. People have also found if you load the game into um, NVIDIA's like game controller and you do an option to make it triple buffer the image, V-Sync works fine. It's it's baffling how they've messed this up. Um, there is some nice stuff in there. Um, you can choose to have the sprites blurred or not. If you haven't blurred, it looks like they did on the PS2 because on the PS2 version, the sprites were blurred anyway. They did that anyway to smooth out the edges. But if you don't do that. I actually mean they look quite nice. They look nice and crisp. Um, you can, the ground, you can have it the PS2 textures, or you can switch it to a new textures, or you can chuck normal mapping on it so everything's got a little bit of, like, you know, pop to it. So, no. Normal mapping's when, like, you know you've got a texture of some cobblestones. Yep. It makes them look like they're three-dimensional. Yep. When they're not really. Yeah. Um, you can also change the menus to look like modern Disgaea games or change it to be just the same as it was on the PS2 version. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. It's so like you, a retrograde filter. Yeah, but you can actually like mix and match this. So you can have blurred sprites with PS2 graphics. You can have the old style thing or you can have the new style like, That's actually menus. That's really cool. That's nice. If like they got this lot. working, this would be a really good port. But it's not working. But it's not a good port, no. But Are they planning to release the other Disgaea games? Because there's four, isn't they there? fucking better. There's Phantom Brave up here. You know that Steam DB thing? Yeah. Phantom Brave appeared on there. Phantom Brave is fucking excellent. A massively overlooked RPG. Um, they basically, instead of operating on a grid, they had you had a radius that you could move within, mm. which is a little bit different, but it introduced a whole bunch of mechanics that later became standard. Plus, um, good old, what's his name? Steve Bloom, who does the voice of uh, Spike Spiegel in Cowboy Bebop, has a really big role in the I game. And he does his Spike Spiegel <sighs> voice. Um, when I move in, do you want to watch all the Cowboy Bebop? I've got too? it. I bet I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got on Blu-ray. I'll have the Blu-rays. Um, well, no, you won't have them. You'll lie in my bed with me, wearing our gym jams, which are pajamas, and we'll watch it all together. Who's the this isn't spoon? gay! This isn't weird! Don't look at me like it's weird! Who's the big spoon? No one's the spoon! We said that we eat pizza, we're just under the covers, 
in our gym jams, hanging out. What's wrong with that? Why are you giving me that look? I don't want to talk anymore. I feel like this is a game. That's completely Shit fine. Day. I do that with my friends all the time. Oh. He does the hand jobs. No one gives hand jobs. No. That's a shame. Um, the disguise, like, the game itself is great. If you can put up with the weirdness, then the problems, you can sort of jimmy it to make it work. Switch off SSAO, switch off the depth of field, switch off that other blur thing, whatever it was. Um, and you can make it work fine. Um, they're saying they're going to fix it. They are saying a whole bunch of excuses as well. It's like, oh, this, this is something that's probably wrong with your PC. No, no, no. No, you've shoddily ported a game. Oh, it doesn't recognise X-input controllers. Um, this is the really weird thing. Because X-input controllers are standard. Everyone uses Xbox pads now. It's just, you know, Steam controllers are X-input as well. Um, if you don't have a controller plugged in, the game crawls down to about 10 frames per second because it's constantly checking for a controller and it just lags the game up. Um, certain controllers make the frame rate smoother than others. This is a real thing that happens in the game. Yeah. Um, controller prompts are all numbers like Logitech controllers would be it doesn't have Xbox prompts or PS2 prompts which is weird because it's clearly the PSP version that's been modelled on so surely the Playstation prompts are in there already like even because when I went I'm, I'm suspecting that this is the Playstation port on the original Playstation 2 version L2 and R2 made you zoom the camera in and out on this version the left trigger and right trigger do nothing because it's not recognising X-input controllers, it can't recognise analogue triggers. Okay. So you have to use the button shortcut that was created for the PSP version, which suggests it has the PSP version at its core, and everything's built on top of that. Oh, which I see what you mean. explains that it would be running on OpenGL, which is what the PSP ran on. So it's bumpers which, instead of triggers. Yeah. yeah. But it's, if it's running on OpenGL, not all NVIDIA cards support OpenGL fully, not all AMD cards support OpenGL fully, which is why... It's fucking up. Ah. So yeah, they need to fix Shit, that. Wait, so if it runs on OpenGL, what actually runs in OpenGL nowadays? What inbuilt graphics cards for fucking Intel? It's weird stuff. Like Japanese games, loads of them do that. Yeah, but that's the only thing I can think of is like an Intel yeah. five thousand core, which is like a fucking MacBook Air. Yeah, that's what I've got. But it's I'd... really weird. Like some some Nvidia graphics cards are better at handling than others. But um, yeah, it's messy. But the game is still great, and I would like to see more of like. There are games on the system, not Nippinichi's games, because they make some great RPGs, but they need to send the port to someone who knows what they're doing. Give it to that guy who keeps fixing Namco shit. Let him port the game. Because he clearly knows what he's doing. It took him 14 minutes to fix Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> like, you know when Namco like, oh, they couldn't possibly put the resource... 14 minutes, he got it running in 1080p. <laughs> nice. Anyway, this guy's really good, but the port is bollocks so um, results may vary it seems some people can't even get the game to launch so yeah anyway that's my last review I managed to stretch the podcast out to nearly an hour are you happy? <laughs> I'm still kind of worried because there's a lot of dead eggs it's I not the shortest though we had one that was 51 minutes did we? yeah yeah but I don't think there's six it's probably six minutes of dead air in this six one. minutes of peeing but yeah. I mean, in regards to everything that we've done I feel like we've got everything out there we've not had any any massive faux pas on our behalf we've spoken the whole time so I'm not I don't know I made that joke about Asian um, dark people once I made that joke about fucking Molly McFly having Parkinson's yeah (laughs) both of us made mistakes Jimmy Savile supported the Conservatives and they made a big deal out of it in 2010 
Do you know that uh, the Conservatives are a bunch of fucking children? And when you watch the Houses of Parliament, I f- I'm more reminded of a classroom than I am an actual body of people that are meant to be voting yeah. in the UK. I always like when you get Jeremy Corbyn doing that like look where he just sort of rolls his eyes and looks over at them. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. When someone's acting like an adult and they're saying, do you know what... The, I understand. I understand that you're that you're 26 and your parents have paid the entirety of your life. I'm not. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm not addressing you personally. Oh. I'm addressing the House of Commons. I understand 26 to 52, your parents have paid the entire way your whole life. You've gone to university, you've had a job in a bank, and you think that you can run the country. I understand that. Fair enough to you. You're just a cunt. You're just an idiot. That's David un- Cameron fucked a pig. Yeah, exactly. You, do you not understand how UK politics works? You have to fucking hope that one day it doesn't become like Holland, or like fucking Germany, or like Australia, or any of the countries where any single person can be passionate about a subject, jump on stage and say to them, look, this is wrong and we need to fix this. For our nation, for our people, we need to fix this. And then when someone stands up and says, well, I don't think we should fix this because I'm getting money from the people that broke it. Yeah. And then they get into a fist fight. Imagine if that happened in the House of Commons today. Imagine if someone punched someone else. Imagine if Jeremy Corbyn stood up. David Cameron would cry. If he smacked David Cameron in the fucking face, David Cameron would break down crying. And you know what? Jeremy Corbyn would be right to do so because that disrespectful cunt that runs our country is breaking every little substantial um, piece of respect that we have earned over the last 25 years. I think it was Ian Duncan Smith was on Question Time and he started leaning off (laughs) false facts and the audience was saying, you're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we got political. Um, that's Crit Apocalypse number 37. So, <laughs> If you can't tell, pol- uh, politics actually sober me up and I become incredibly so angry. Join us next week for Crit Apocalypse 39, or 40. Could be 36. Um, By then we might be living together. Oh. I'll get into bed with you. Yeah, come on, let's just watch Cow with you, Bob. No, I've got my own copies. I'll watch no, but let's watch them on Blu-ray on my 4K TV. No, stop rubbing your chest. No!